0: There are ghosts around us all the time. Hello, and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And this is the first week um, we're free of our donation drive. Um, Woo. Hopefully you guys didn't get tired of us hounding you for money because I really did enjoy what we did for the donation drive. Yeah,
1: it was a fun time.
0: Yeah. To but, me a, to, yeah. Go Brennan. Uh, Woo. But now we're exploring something that Sergio <laughs> actually cares about. Dark Castle remakes of movies. Bet
1: you didn't know that about me, did you?
0: I certainly didn't. Actually, I feel like you have. I mean, I did. Whatever. Never mind. Um, this is the first week of that. We just watched Thirteen Ghosts, or as as it is written on the on the actual movie, thir- thirteen and Ghosts. Ugh. It's impossible to type into Google. It's super annoying. Anyway, we don't have any ten word reviews today because we've been recording episodes kind of bunched up. So we we're gonna have to skip it that for right now. Okay. But here is the plot of Thirteen Ghosts. <laughs> are you laughing? Oh, I'm just reading the back of this DVD, and it's hilarious. Okay. (laughs) What a house! It's all steel and glass and elegance, and it all belongs to Arthur Criticos and his family as an unexpected inheritance. You could say it's their dream home, especially if the dreams are nightmares. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh.
1: That's great. It's like the crypt keeper, like wrote it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: awesome. Ectoplasmic specters populate thirteen ghosts and effects rampant remake of the nineteen sixty William Castle haunted house film from producers Gilbert Adler, Joel Silver, and Robert Zemeckis. Who you know you love. You know them. You love them. Every teen in two thousand one was like, "When's the next Gilbert Adler movie coming?" Um. Sorry, I I diverged. Who conjured up the equally ter- terrorific house on haunted hill which we'll watch next week um tony Shaloub as arthur leads a cast oh my god just tell me the plot the house <laughs> itself is a design marvel and a mysterious puzzle cube whose eerie corridors sliding walls spinning floors and phantasmic fiends may allow no escape or they may not a bit
1: of reading there
0: it's just a jumble of words and none of it really helps anyway Tony Shalhoub is a math teacher, but that never factors in besides one line where he says, I'm a math teacher. Um, he inherits a spooky house from his uncle, who's a ghost hunter, or as he mishears it, goat hunter. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Matthew Lillard is like a psychic boy who's trying to like save them. It's a whole thing. Um, he and his family, which includes Shannon Elizabeth, who, yes, does get her shirt ripped open at one point. No nips, though. No, unfortunately. She was trying to be taken Ooh. seriously. I know. In <laughs> 13 ghosts. Um and the little boy and this house is full of ghosts and they're going to like Forget Maggie. Oh, you mean their housekeeper who is terrible and helps in no She's way. She's a nanny. Yeah, uh guess what happens? The boy gets kidnapped and the girl gets kidnapped and the nanny doesn't get fired. That's a problem for me. Well, she quits. She does at the end. Anyway, so so they're in this house that's like this giant like Rube Goldbergian machine where like the walls keep sliding around. It's actually um I don't know how much of this is taken from the original William Castle film. Um but I like this concept. It is like a cheesy like 50s concept, but in the 2000s it's it's some, we'll talk about it. Um, okay. Anyway, so they're trapped in this house where they're using the power of these 12 ghosts to, like, open a portal to hell that ghosts. will see
1: the future? 12 ghosts, but I thought the title was 13 ghosts.
0: Because the, the identity of the 13th ghost is very important because it might be Tony Shaloub who has to, like sacrifice himself to save his family or something it doesn't really make sense there's a lot of mythology thrown at you at like the 59 minute mark and they do not explicate on that except for the fact that they needlessly repeat the entire thing but don't add any it's i'm never mind we'll get to it we rate every movie on (laughs) scariness campiness (laughs) gore and quality what do you rate it for scariness sergio
1: okay my scariness rating is four
0: whoa this movie scared you it scared young me Okay, so contextually, in the time, we're bringing it back. Let's go.
1: Okay, so back in the day, I saw all these movies growing up as a kid. I was probably, what, 12 or 11 or something? I don't know. I a young don't... teen was I. Um, and these movies really got to me. They were probably my first forays into the horror genre. And so I remember really enjoying them because clearly they had a, like an effect on me, the fact uh-huh. that I can remember like parts of the plot. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that they did scare me. Uh, so that's why I give it a four.
0: Okay, but in this screening, did anything in particular scare you?
1: Nothing in particular really was like, oh, my God, it's a ghost. I would say that maybe the sound effects. Uh, okay. They were razor sharp, those sound effects.
0: What about um, the spooky dude with, like, the railroad spikes in his face? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I was expecting it.
0: Like, okay, because re- like, you knew what was coming. Because I knew what was happening. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, I'm gonna give it one out of five <gasps> scariness. how dare you? um for me, this is much more of a campy movie. um I could kind of I could feel those that William Castle DNA kind of like coursing through it mm-hmm. at, um, underneath it mm-hmm. like it's more of a fun house movie like I wasn't scared by it. It's like we're running around and there's ghosts but um it it's playful mm-hmm. there's there's a scene where Matt lillard who, I love in Scream. I think his performance might be the best in Scream, but here, not so much. Still, he's fine. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a part, um, they use these glasses that allow you to see the ghosts. And that's actually a reference to the original, because um, I believe it was presented in Spectre Vision, because William Castle did all these gimmicks. So there were these colored glasses that allowed you to see the ghosts in the screen. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, he puts these glasses on and leans close to this glass cube where a ghost is being kept, and then it leaps out, and he's like, they always do that. As soon as you press your face against the glass, and it was just playful. It's a fun house. I, I enjoyed that aspect of it, uh-huh. but I wasn't scared by it. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about campiness. Okay. I'm clearly having have an
1: opinion on campiness, Brennan. so give me your score.
0: Okay, I'm going to give it three out of five perms. Okay, we agree. Okay, cool. That's awesome. This movie came out in 2001. It's a 2001 remake, so things are going to get a little weird. Like, the the magical, like, ghost doctor who wants to, like, help save the family has a nose ring, <laughs> which is just <laughs> hilarious. It makes her look Well, she's like... a ghost doctor. She studies runes and stuff. No, I know, but it's such a 2001 nose ring, too. Like, it's a little stud. She could, she could very easily have been played by Eliza Dishku, and no one would have noticed. What does that mean?
1: Nothing. I'm just like, well, it's 2001. What... Why are you holding her nose ring against her? Why does that up the campaign score for you?
0: Well, because she's playing like this, like, paranormal researcher, and usually they're, like, you know, covered in books and dust, and she's just, like, she sexy. She had a book? She's got her, it looked old? She's got her Famke Janssen haircut from X2. Um. <sighs> anyway, also, Elizabeth, or Shannon Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth is obsessed with bathrooms? Like, because okay. when they're when she's like we totally got to move into this awesome house it has so many bathrooms and i'm like wow she's really like nothing else not like oh i get a bedroom to myself because we're living in a tiny apartment or oh there's like a library it's oh look at all these bathrooms and then there's a scene where she's in the bathroom and it's supposed to be scary because there's like a ghost but but she doesn't know that the ghost is there but she's just staring at herself in the mirror, just idly toying with this one strand of hair that she is in no way okay, rearranging. Okay, okay. And then, that just makes the movie bad. I don't think it makes it campy. No, but then she turns on the bathtub, and she just like luxuriates, putting her hands in the water and rubbing it on her face. And she does this three times. And this is to set off um, a gag where it's like, oh, the water turns to blood, and is she going to put blood on her face? But it's like, just ima- imagine, what is her goal here? <laughs> Her face isn't dirty. <laughs> I don't know what's going on.
1: She's just luxuriating in a lifestyle that has been denied to her for six months since her mother passed away.
0: She couldn't take a shower?
1: Not like that. Not in that kind of tub. Not in her own room.
0: Yeah, her own room made of glass. Because every wall in this house is made of glass. Um. Anyway, it's 2001. So a kid scooters away from a ghost. Okay, that was funny. That happens in this movie. <laughs> And um, the 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 housemaid Maggie, the nanny, mm-hmm. um, there's a part where she needs to turn off these like reel to reel tapes that are playing this evil ghost spell. There's a lot going on in this movie, mm-hmm. but she's trying to like rip the tapes out, but she's just like DJing them, and they're like wicka 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 boom. <laughs> and there is
1: definitely that kind of like urban influence that those movies at that time had.
0: Yeah, but it's it is silly. It's it silly. silly. What about you? What 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 stood out to you? Can't be wise.
1: Um, I thought Maggie's one-liners were pretty great. Uh huh. They were, you know,
0: for the intention of laughing. No, she was the sassy black character, which, whatever, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I was, wh- what does she get paid for? She all she does is she doesn't cook. She makes Shannon Elizabeth cook because she. Okay, sucks Shannon Elizabeth wanted to cook. Let's be yeah, fair. she, she was wanted like- to cook because Maggie sucked at cooking. That's just specifically Elizabeth's what you said.
1: Do you trust Shannon Elizabeth's? Like, do the Shannon Elizabeth look like someone who likes to eat?
0: Okay, no. But um, anyway, also when they show up at this house where all the walls are glass, she's like, "Oh, by the way, I don't clean windows." And I'm like, "Well, what do you do?
1: Because you don't take care of the kids because they both almost get murdered." To be fair, no one could have predicted that this house was going to start attacking them. Yeah, Maggie but certainly it, didn't know it was that. her
0: job to keep the, the little boy in her sights, and she, like, dares him to a race and then just wanders away from him. The boy was the one that got lost, okay? Let's put the blame on the kid. He was also an idiot, but whatever. What's your camp? I'm tired of this.
1: I told you I gave it three. Okay. Um, yeah. And the swears. I thought the oh, swears yeah. Were it's so edgy. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know why. I just took – they gave me a giggle.
0: No, I appreciated that. Like, an actually R-rated movie, especially in that time period, mm-hmm. something valuable.
1: And then the scene between Shannon and the Jackal, where... Which
0: was, like, that girl ghost with, like, her head in a box, and yeah. she was all scratching. I'm pretty
1: sure it was a man. Was it? I don't know.
0: Like a like a, like a a metalhead?
1: Well, just, we won't... It's the Jackal, so let's assume that it's gender neutral.
0: Well, it's um, not... It, yeah, it's not Jackalette, so uh-huh. it can't be a woman.
1: It's not Jack, it's not Jacqueline, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's the Jackal. Okay. Um... And then this like this jackal starts scratching and clawing at her. That and, was cool. And then you see it like release the twins it yeah, and yeah, she just rips so funny. up in her shirt. I I cracked up.
0: It, you know that had to happen because men are pigs. You know mm-hmm. that's how it works.
1: Mm-hmm. And some of the makeup I thought was pretty campy.
0: Yeah, you're right. Particularly the the princess. Oh, you mean the nude ghost that just wanders around with her boobs sproinging? Yeah. I'll cut up. Oh, yeah. Um. I read on the IMDb trivia that that ghost is the one whose makeup took the most time. And I'm like, excuse me. She was just a naked girl covered in blood. This other guy had a bunch of railroad spikes through his face. I think they took the most time because the <laughs> makeup artists were like, they wanted to, you know, get up in there. Mm-hmm. That uh, Greg Nicotero, I'm looking at you. I got my eye on you. K and B was in charge of this. Um effects. Effects. What's your effect score? Out of one to thirteen ghosts. I give it twelve. Wow, okay. Um, I gave it four. Okay, four out of five.
1: I think like no matter what what'd you give it? I give it three. Aw. I was like, I feel like no matter where you come from, like you have to admit this movie had pretty good effects.
0: Yeah, um I mean there there's some Some are a little cheesy. There's some I'm cheesy, cheesy lie. CGI in the, like the machinery mm-hmm. aspects. Um, but the ghost did seem to be practical, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, for me, it was kind of cartoonish a little bit, which is fine. Like I enjoyed that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, Oh, I believe this except for one scene, but I'll get to that. I want you to hear what you have to say.
1: Well, I just think the movie really shines with makeup, like the makeup on the ghosts. They look zombified. They look creepy. Uh-huh. Again, I'm coming at this from the eyes of, you uh, know, 11 yeah. year old me. Um, I like the sparks with from like all the kill scenes, or just the ghosts interacting with the house and the and the light up on the floor.
0: Okay, yeah, I, this must have been a very complicated movie to make with all those moving parts and all the glass walls and mirrors everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. So that that is cool. I liked the death scene with the lawyer.
0: That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay, let loose then. The evil lawyer who has no role to play in this movie. Um, he gets. This crazy cube-esque death where a sliding glass door just cuts him in half, but he just stands still for way too long. And then his front half just slides down away from his back half. And it's so gross. And it's so out of place in this movie, but that's a really good effect. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I liked
1: the makeup on the Juggernaut a lot. Not the Juggernaut, sorry. Uh, I thought the opening scene with the Juggernaut had
0: really cool effects. Uh-huh. That was like a big old yeah, because like there were policemen getting like chopped in half and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And you really don't know what's going on because there's all kinds of cuts. Uh
0: huh. Um, well, see, no, that that's the problem that I had actually is because the editing was so frantic in a lot of sequences because this is a 2001 movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea what I'm looking at. I don't know where this action is taking place. It's just so s- all over the place, and it was just so overstimulating. I was like, I, I can't follow this scene at all. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you were a child when you watched it, so you were like, I'm yes, willing to give be taken there.
1: I'm willing to be taken there. Is all I'm saying. But I don't know where I'm being
0: taken. That's what bothers me. Okay, you have to just get
1: be willing. You have to be willing. <laughs> okay. You don't have to know. Like it, that's part of the mystery, Brennan. It's part of the journey. Is not
0: knowing. I don't know. Part of it, just the way it was cutting around everything and like the fast motion and like in and out, reminded me a lot of, uh, B- book of shadows, Blair Witch 2, which is not like a great thing to be reminded of.
1: Uh, I don't think that, like that. That
0: hurts. I'm so sorry. How can you
1: compare this movie to that? Granted, they were released like in the same time. Yeah.
0: But no. <sighs> I don't know. It was, it was just a little spastic mm-hmm. for me. It was, like, a a lot to take in. Well,
1: it's meant to keep you on your toes and to keep you second-guessing and to keep you a little frightened.
0: I know. See, this is actually really nice. I like this reversal. This is you defending a horror movie to me being skeptical. So I'm pretty into this reversal right now, and I think I'm going to lean in in the next segment. (laughs) For the quality thing? Which is quality. Okay. What is your quality score, Sergio? Four. Wow. Wow. Okay. Why? Okay. Why is it for
1: Brendan? Uh I didn't write any notes, so I'm just like, you know, it's off the top of my head. I don't know. Um, There's a certain nostalgia for me before the movie. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Um, It must have been
0: real fun in 2001.
1: um, I really enjoyed it as a kid, and I enjoy it now. Like, it brings me back. Okay. Um, I know it's not a great movie, but I feel like it has rewatchability,
0: um, as I just displayed.
1: Uh Uh, And that works for me. That's part of what makes a movie a good movie.
0: No, I can respect that. That's the reason a lot of '80s movies are still in circulation. Cause I love '80s horror, but some of the ones that people really respond to, they're not great. Mm-hmm. They're not. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Fright Night. Oh yeah, that's probably the one for me. That like nostalgia would have made Fright Night, mm-hmm. and just watching that, it's kind of weak. Or like maybe a little, a little bit Night of the Demons, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. But I'm sure the kids of that time were like, "What about
1: whoa boobs? Like, what about um like it's not horror related, but like the original like I'm gonna like offend oh, no. half the world right okay. now by saying like you know the original Star Wars movies."
0: Uh huh. Which like, I mean, they are genuinely like great special effects spectacles, but uh-huh. there are parts that don't hold up uh-huh. time wise. Parts
1: that we found boring. Parts that we tuned out and like. That's what happened to us.
0: Yeah, let's move on quickly from Star Wars talk, because we don't want to get eviscerated on Twitter by anyone. Diva moments. Who cares? Whatever. My quality score, are you ready? It's like a two, right? It's two out of five on Lucky Star Yeah, I figured. Hater. It's not a committal two. I was kind of between a two and a three on this. Did I I
1: lean you more towards a three?
0: No, I mean, (laughs) I think the movie did. Like, I enjoyed it. I like matt lillard shouting at things and i liked the production design of the house and the like weird like death trap rube goldberg indiana jones like boulder trap thing going on there was a lot of stuff there were like weight levers and it's just like mm-hmm. it's a fun house and i appreciated mm-hmm. that i think the the plot is really rushed and okay okay i can see that it, it was yeah they're just jamming through plot points and all this mythology. And I'm like, wait, slow down. And then when they do slow down, they just, like I said, they just repeat the exact same, th- same thing they already told me, which was totally useless. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that was a labored scene. I was real mad. Um, I don't know. I think the, especially yeah. in the early sequences, the music and the sound design really drowns out the dialogue, which kind of bothered me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just movie stuff, though, mm. you know. I did enjoy it. I had a good time watching mm-hmm.
1: it. See, like, I feel with what you're saying about pot really does have weight. It does have significance for mm-hmm. it because I feel like this is the part where my nostalgia for the film is really, like, clouding it because I really responded to the lore as a kid. Okay. Having said that, watching this movie again, I was, rem- like, it. Po- I was, you pointed out to me that, like, it takes a while to really understand what is going on mm-hmm. and and that, you know... That can take away from the viewing experience for people.
0: No, I mean, withholding that kind of information can be valuable, but I feel like once we actually got it, they didn't explore it enough where it made any sense, and there's Mm -hmm. so many elements. There's ghosts, and there's this this house he built was designed by the devil, and there's, like, a blood ritual, and, like, ghost spells, and a psychic, and there's so much, and I don't know how any of it fits together. Again, you know, 12-year-old me... Really,
1: really dug it. Eleven or twelve year old. I keep going back between ages. Well, it came out
0: in oh one. Did you see it in theaters or did you see it like on DVD? Saw it on pay per view. Okay, so probably like you were twelve. Okay. Anyway, um, no, like I don't want (laughs) to. And this is not just in the sense of me avoiding making you upset, but I did have a good time watching this. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think it was like the best film. Um, Okay. As a piece of cinema, it's a little weak. But as, like, a, a, like a throw-a-ride, turn-your-brain-off thing, it's mm-hmm. not my favorite, but it you know was... What I,
1: you know how I would describe this movie?
0: What? Like, the Baz Lerman of horror films. Okay, in that, like, so much is thrown in your face. Um, it's weak on story. <laughs> I, I don't think I personally would second that characterization, but mainly because I have a lot of respect for what Baz Lerman does, even oh if God. his movies are You aren't... hate his stuff. No, what? Since when? Since Great Gatsby. I didn't hate the Great Gatsby. You really
1: disliked it. Since we sorry. can go
0: We can go to your blog right now and read your review. I didn't review Great Gatsby. You didn't? No, I didn't.
1: You've never reviewed Gatsby?
0: No, I just wrote an article about how uh, Gatsby is secretly gay for Toby McGuire. <laughs>
1: oh, that is so lame.
0: I'm so sorry. Oh, you're
1: letting me down. I thought I could... Ah.
0: <sighs> well, like Adele says, if I'm going to let what you down, I'm going to let you down gently. Moulin mm-hmm. Rouge... Uh, well, I do hate his Romeo and Juliet. See? That's you what you're talking him. about, I think. See?
1: You hate him. No, the thing is... You hate something by him. I cannot be completely wrong here. No, no, you're to. right.
0: I do think um, if I was a filmmaker, I'd probably be a little like him, which is why I kind of defend him, just because there's so much going on and it's so colorful and so big. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I just don't necessarily love his material. Okay. Anyway um that was a tangent that we went on but that this is the end of the conversation anyway so yeah
1: so if you're tuning in it's because you love us
0: yeah thank you so much by the way (laughs) appreciate it um this is the end of charity drive so i don't have to talk about charities anymore thank you to everyone who donated again just want to keep driving that in you guys are awesome karma
1: keeps the world going around
0: but we're in dark castle month and next week i kind of already spoiled it but we'll be watching the house on haunted hill directed by william malone it was the first one of this run chronologically,
1: and it's also another one that I enjoy. So hey,
0: yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm, st- thirteen ghosts was um I'm not gonna say a disappointment, but a little less than I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty excited for House of Haunted Hill still because I've heard good things. I
1: think you'll like this one. Okay, good. If I'm trying to wait, no, I think you'll like the haunting. Are we watching the haunting at all?
0: No, that's a different company. Oh. But we can watch it on our own. Okay.
1: Well, if and when we watch The Haunting, I think you'll like it better.
0: That'll be interesting. I've heard a lot of people hate that movie, so I don't know. Really? Yeah. They're really similar. But they're probably because they really love the original Haunting. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen either of them.
1: (laughs) Well, what a time to watch these movies.
0: Yeah. I'm not a ghost boy. Anyway, see you next week for House of Haunted Hill. If you want to contact us in the interim, we are on Twitter at Scream101Pod or on Facebook. At Screen One Hundred One Podcast, you can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars because um this month is all about Sergio, and he would Ooh. really love for you to get a review. And maybe mm-hmm. he'll give you ice cream. Maybe
1: you never know. Yeah, no one's actually
0: tested the theory. Yeah, no one has, so we don't know if that's gonna help yet. Um, but yeah, clearly it isn't. Clearly, me bribing people. I know. Ain't working. Well, I just don't think people listen to the end of podcast episodes. Mm. I know I don't sometimes Mm -hmm. i try to sometimes who cares that doesn't matter good luck on your journey everyone um i'm talking
1: i'm talking i'm talking i'm also listening because just as it is important to talk it's even more important to listen Um, do you
0: agree with that? Uh, yeah, and your levels seem fine, so let's do that. Let's talk and talk for the podcast. Talking. (sighs) This episode was brought to you by Cup Holder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Get out. The podcast is coming from inside the house. Hello there. I'm
1: Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense?
0: Don't go in there.
1: Buckets of blood and human excrement.
0: Horrible.
1: Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle. Let me them. Um. And radical hairstyles.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Then you should check out the Gore Gab podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill.
0: Hello.
1: You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gore Gab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's a podcast for the weird at heart.